Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's Wednesday. It's June 17th. It's 2020. Uh, I'm Travis Bryant, uh, your host of this here uh, Scatterbrain show. <laughs> Joining me, uh, as usual, is my main man, Fiddy Grant, uh, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, welcome to the show. What's happening? How's it going, man? You doing all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing all right now. Yeah. Yeah, so real quick, they have a thing. They they give you two options on well, – well, three. You can use a, a line and call in to host. But on the, your laptop, you can you direct call or you go through Skype, and they always have those two next to each other. You just direct dial in, boom, boom, boom. So there's no direct dial in. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got a minute to sign uh, to, before we go live. Where's the dial in? So I had to use Skype, which had to then load Skype up. You think there was an issue about five years ago with this same similar thing with Blog Talk Radio. So I hope we're not going there. Um, but yeah, like I said, this is uh, it's Wednesday. It's time to talk some wrestling and some some events. And uh, we're we're probably going to have maybe the greatest podcast, uh, you know, of all time recorded here tonight. We're certainly going to go more than 44 minutes, so that, that you know, get, you get, get your groans out. <laughs> but no, we'll talk about a lot of stuff. We got yeah. uh, back, backlash, backlash, and some stuff happened on Monday Night Raw that apparently uh, had some people talking. Uh, some stuff with with the crowd. I want to get your opinion, or if you know what's what's going on with with the little audience that they have. Uh, how how artificial they're being or genuine they they are being. Uh but before we get to uh get to the real genuine conversation, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. Uh there are two ways to have your voice heard on this show. Uh the first way is to hit us up live and we will talk to you live on the air. Hit us on the constellation line at three four seven two oh two oh one oh three. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us live and you still want your voice heard on the show, hit our voicemail line. You you got three unadulterated minutes on the voicemail to to ask questions, uh, pose your comments, yell, rant, rave, whatever you got. You can do it there. The voicemail line is 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229. 787-5229 for the voicemail 
line. Uh, you can always find us on email. Mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, indicate what segment of the show, VIP or non-VIP, that you'd like your email read in. Find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast or just uh, search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You'll find us among the Torch family of fan pages. So give us a like there. Share us on your timeline. <clears throat> tag your wrestling buddies in it. Spread the word that way. Uh, y'all know how it works. So yeah, Cam, where where are we going to start? What is the the topic or the event or the happening or the the, the the backstage news? What's the most important thing people are talking about this week? I mean, I think the most important thing um, is going to be you know WWE and COVID nineteen. Um, I know you alluded to that kind of early on, uh, but. Yep. You know, it's that that WWE thing of. And can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Certainly on my end. It's that WWE of yeah WWE thing of conflicting information. So basically, there's no SmackDown being taped tonight uh, because they had to push things back because a wrestler tested positive for COVID-19. Okay, they didn't name who it was. Um, this was actually uh, they were at the performance center on June the ninth, and so they said it was a developmental talent. And I believe that this was somebody who was in the uh, the small crowd that they've been having. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So you know you hear different things about everybody's being tested. Um, and they're going through all these extreme precautions, then you find out not everybody's being tested. Um, and then now they've kind of mandated that nobody who's going to be in the crowd is going to be able to do so without a face mask. So, you know, there are things kind of back and forth about how this has been going. But, um, you know, we talked about, I don't know, I've talked about um, well, how it's been better, and I think the wrestlers do react better to having these small audiences, but I think we've also said that, like, it's probably, you know, none of this should be going on. (laughs) Like, even though that helps, this should not be happening. Um, It's not a safe environment for the talent, um, not a safe environment for the crowd, um, just, you know, that's kind of the case. So, yeah, somebody tested positive, they had to shut down production, and you wonder if this is going to be a recurring theme. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like the roach or mouse kind of thing. You don't you know smash the roach and go, phew, I dealt with it. Like, oh man, fuck, we might have a problem here. So to think, yeah, I, oh, we got it. We we, exactly. we nipped it in the bud. It's just, I mean, hopefully they're not thinking that, but I think they should make it clear that they're not. Thinking that, 
Like they need, but I think at this point, um, the way they've gone about it, when you find out, like you said, people, everyone isn't being tested, and it's just like, what's the mindset there? Like, well, we'll test the, pe- the really important people, the people that wrestling fans would know. Like, all oh, your favorites have been tested and are tested, you know, at, on the schedule or however many days a week, however. But it doesn't. Finn Balor doesn't need to test positive to start some shit in your locker room or on your exactly. throughout your production team. <laughs> it could be Joe fucking Blow production guy or a month ago when it was somebody we forget this is the second major incident. You know, it was the backstage talent like a and now, uh, they didn't, again, they don't specify, so you were not sitting here narrowing it down, like, oh, Caleb Braxton, oh, it was Charlie, fucking Tom Phillips, you uh-huh. know, and, and, and coming at people's necks, but this is the, t- it's a it's a wrestler, it's an in-ring talent, which we know is probably somehow getting a workout in, or bumping in some way in that performance center when they're not, in, in that ring when they're not taping it, you know, time is certainly precious now that they don't have all their you know, nine rings up in their, 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 you know, it's not a performance center anymore. It's a production studio. So exactly. he didn't bump in that, or she didn't bump in that ring, didn't get sweat all over the ropes like you do when you wrestle and, 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 and work out and shit. So they're they're playing with fire. And, and I see Haydorn had a had a take on the torch about, about them risking Drew McIntyre on Raw uh, this past uh, having him having guest him, show up on Raw, yeah, and 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 did he wrestle on Raw after defending the title the night before? Uh, yeah, he did. As a matter of fact, um, he did so. Him and uh, him and our truth originally had a, a tag team match where they were defending both of their titles, and then that turned into just Drew defending his title with our truth against MVP and Lashley. But the WWE title is on the line. Yes. Is that what you're saying? The fuck. That's just that's yes, exactly. that shit we would have made fun of if if and no it's just not even a thing. And granted, it's the situation, you know, COVID pandemic, blah blah blah. But what? Your your main title is being defended in some haphazardly thrown together tag team match? Yeah. Between and and two of those guys of the two uh, one's a comedy guy, a, a, a popular wrestler, but a comedy guy, and the other is a out of retirement job for, to the stars, essentially. And they're in a tag match with your champion and another halfway decent main event talent, and and the type that's just like like I just remember when shit like that would happen twenty years ago. It was a joke. And and like when TNA would do stuff like that, and you know, fifteen years ago, it was a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, but that's not the <laughs> topic at hand. That's just wow. Uh, I can't imagine. I can't believe they did that. But okay, yeah. So so Drew wrestled on a show the day after it because the story had broken by then. So if the story broke. It, it had been known by management and the wrestlers, I'm sure, uh, long before that, as far as somebody being pot, testing positive. Um, 
Obviously, Drew, if you asked him, I'm sure he'd go, no, I know what I asked, what I signed up for, and they're not asking me to do anything I don't feel that I'm uncomfortable with. I'm sure he'd give all the – he'd give all the uh, – All the good corporate speech. Yeah, all the management ready, yes, corporate corporate speak. And he might even mean it. I don't even mean to demean him as if he's some kind of corporate shill or drone or something. He might halfway mean mm-hmm. it. and. And be like, shit, this is my fucking chance to be on TV and to make myself a star. This is why you don't put people with, like, incentive in, in charge of, like, things like that. You don't ask – you don't go to a football player that just got a concussion, like, hey, do you feel like getting back in the big game? Fuck, of course he does. Even if he's throwing up and he's seeing three of everybody. Put me in, coach. Fuck you mean. Not, you don't. You don't ask – you know, you, yeah, uh, but I'm sure they would default and go. They might pull a Trump and be like, "We had him sign a waiver." <laughs> Instead, if you want to wrestle under these conditions, you can't sue us. You can't say, you know, mm-hmm. I want time off, whatever. And if you get sick, motherfucker, yeah, that time gonna roll over. Like your downside extends. You know how this works. How injuries work. So don't think <laughs> you know that's how they. That's how they would act. So, uh, but, uh, yes, Drew wrestled, and but you can say that about everybody. Why is it just a hot take that risking yeah. Drew? I know he's the champion, but you know, all those guys' lives are at risk. If, if if one guy's life is at risk or career or health or whatever you want, then then they all are. So, uh, but again, I I get he's the top guy and the champ and this that and the other. Um, another big story is Heyman, Paul Heyman, not being the head writer, lead creative director, whatever title they had him uh, as creative yeah, writer Pritchard. person on Raw. And uh, now Bruce Pritchard has yeah, Bruce Pritchard was in just, both just shows doing down. SmackDown. Now he's doing Raw and SmackDown, which has got to be. I know he's a yes man and a fucking bootlicker and a and a Vince Brown nose and ass kisser for forty years. That's just the thing he. That's his role he plays. But that can't be like fun. Because you think he's getting the more money. Yeah. No, like everything, his life, everything stays the same. You just get more responsibility and probably on like a two-week notice, if that. So I don't get how those yeah. types of guys. You're, you're showing well. up for like, work again. The money staying is the I guess he figures I'd be there anyway because he probably would in some sense. It has to be. I, I Maybe I'm giving, trying to give him benefit of the doubt, but – he probably is like, oh, like, hey, this is my life, and, you know, whatever. Felt like I was running some act overall anyway. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, it could just be like, this is my life. This is what I do. I don't know my – I don't have an identity outside of this, so I'm just going to do what – you know, it ain't shit. And we from the, on the outside go, wow, dude, beaten down, man. He's like, man, it's job security, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Check. I, go, I go sure. I'll take another half, a, a whole another three hours of creative to do. Sure, Vince, that just bought me another, you know, college uh, tuition for my kids or whatever. Who knows? 
how you how how do you think in that situation? But 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 creatively though, do you think this is uh, or if you do, how big of a deal is is shifting in in this direction from Heyman back to Bruce Pritchard? I mean, yeah, with Heyman kind of focusing on as far as I said, like with Heyman focusing on the the more in ring stuff and then the storylines being more what Pritchard wants. Um, you know, I, I thought that. You know, even though Raw is still, after all this time, it's still too long of a show, it's kind of the one that I thought was creatively better. Um, thought the characters were a bit more developed. Thought things just kind of made a bit more sense on that show. Um, and you kind of see, like, like, I don't know if Heyman wrote, you know, what happened on Monday, but there was, like, shenanigans, like that tag team match for, for two titles mm. that you wouldn't normally see. Yeah. So, could that Can't have been a Heyman thing? Sure. I don't want to, like, play that on somebody, but... For that to kind of be a jumping off point out of nowhere, it's like, okay, yeah. And then you get, like, this wild out of nowhere, like, Natty's upset with Liv for uh, not taking her advice during a match, which all of a sudden turns into nobody respects Natty, where they didn't even have, like, a talk beforehand to kind of flesh that stuff out. I don't know. No one had been given Natty looks Snickering behind her back for the last few mm-hmm. weeks. It's just bam out of nowhere. Nobody respects Natty. Nope. The one, one, one yeah. woman, one of her no main traits. One of her main traits, by the way, over the last goddamn decade that she's been here, is how much respect she has because she's so good and such a such a quality wrestler. And you know, it's yeah, none of that mm-hmm. is home. No, none of that. Yeah, that's weak. Um, it's it smacks of. Hey, hey, y'all! You know, Pritchard back, kind of stuff. Like the tag match with the titles. Again, I wouldn't, can't say for sure. No, no, no. Heyman wouldn't book that, but I can, I can certainly have my 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 intuition <laughs> whether he would or wouldn't have. Um, yeah, and you can. Oh, it's been. Has it been eight years? At least seven years. I think, what, 2013, they went with three hours raw? Sure. It's been, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like a yeah. great amount of time. Yeah. It fucking feels like forever. That's a lot of, I, and I, I swore, I was like, this isn't going to work. We'll be a few years in, <clears throat> excuse me, into this, and... It'll. They'll be forced to go back by the network. That'll go. This is ridiculous. And these, but but even though the ratings have tanked and those that third hours especially is just awful, even when things were normal, um, it, it just programming is that uh, television traditional cable TV programming is that valuable? <clears throat> Apparently in twenty. You know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, twenty to now that 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 they're willing to put their audience through that. I'm I'm res- I'm resigned to that never being uh we're all never going back to two hours and it's a matter of well when do they go to four? Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> uh, it's pretty ugly, Trevor. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Pretty not, ugly. Not, 
but also not like four hour, no, no, Cam, not even a four hour raw. <clears throat> raw every every day, Monday through Thursday, we get an hour raw. Like it's like, like just it's, going. Uh, oh my goodness. Oprah or Jerry Springer or some shit. It's just on every day. It's going to be on at four o'clock in the afternoon. That's what wrestling is going to <laughs> turn into. Judge Joe Brown, Judge Judy, uh, Springer, and then Raw. And then local news. <laughs> I want no parts of that. Um, so, yeah, I don't... Um, it's, it's, it's Creatively, it hasn't been a great stretch as far as the lead, the top folks with, yeah, with the with the production guy at NXT leaving, and then all of a sudden you start seeing... Skitty skit skits on NXT, dinner skit, and and that kind of they've been done relatively well and haven't been over the top silly the ones I've seen, um, but it's already like okay there's there's a there's a the next year is going to be it's going to be interesting. Watch keep an eye on Triple H, how he maneuvers through this next you know. Next little bit, um, because I can't imagine he's all like, "Yeah, no, sure, things are great." Yeah, for you real. Know, every, uh, I doubt he's having the uh, the existential like kind of freak out some fans might be having. Like, that's probably a good thing, but uh, I don't think he's because he, he sees like eventually. When you take over a thing, you want it to be you want your ta- you want your your runway to be as long and you know whatever the analogy I'm trying to come up with. You want it to be nice and gentle, and boom, you hit that thing smooth. Mm-hmm. I, he's just like I don't think I'm going to be able to work miracles if and when I ever do take the take over. Full stop. Triple H is the guy to then. You know what? That would fuck around and just make it. He could be sitting around like, no, that'll just make my legend. Because when I do turn around WWE come 2025, 27, whenever Vince keels over and, you know, gets a dumbbell trapped under him or some stupid shit. And he's the man. Triple H is the man. He's probably like, no, 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 no. Because then all I have to do is the bare fucking minimum. And I'm going to be a god in the... In in the in the in the annals of uh, certainly in uh, the immediate wrestling, you know, because as soon as he started doing NXT stuff, remember we all forgot about Politic and Triple H, TV wrestler personality guy. Mm-hmm. His Triple H, the manager, was making good moves, signing folks we liked, and and and, and encouraging a style that wasn't so uh, uh, so stifling or whatever you want to call it. So, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H is, uh, yeah, going. Yeah, no, take that hole, Vince. Because <laughs> all I gotta do is just fill an inch, and and and, and then it's like that meme of the you know the battle rap kid. Oh, you know, build a fucking statue and put Triple H on Robert E. Lee's horse. Fuck. <laughs> Um, so yeah. So any other? Oh well, we got to talk about the greatest wrestling match ever. We haven't even talked about Backlash. 
Yeah, yeah. Twenty-four motherfucking minutes, minutes from what I understand <laughs> of Edge and Orton, and I don't know who thought that 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 was going to be. I'm not hearing it was horrible. Nobody's like, oh, that was trash. I didn't hear anything like that. I heard it was really good. I heard it was like really yeah. good. But forty. Um, I I made it. You made it through, I made it through ten. Oh, well. I made it through ten. Damn. Wait, yeah, live 10. or um, like next day? Live. Like I watched the I watched the pay per view. I got to about ten minutes into that, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm out of there. Um, I just fell asleep. But yeah, from what I saw, it was good. From everything I've heard, it was good. People I trust say it was good. So you know, yeah, yeah. Um, so good on them, and good on Edge for being able to do that. Um, you know, with that much time off to be able to. To get in there and be as good as he was, but like Orton biceps. Um, at some point, uh, he did uh, tear his tricep. Like he did tear his tricep, which is a tricep. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, and you know what they say? Like, there's really only one way to tear a tricep or a bicep. Um, uh, you? and that's to have that muscle be the size to where it can tear. And people who just lift weights have almost never done that. Right. Yeah, so because it fits I mean, on, I, your, on that bone and ligament naturally, like yeah. oh, this is it, it should off. be. But, yeah. <sighs> that is uh, especially because people kept saying they couldn't find where it happened, uh, and I and I think that's another point in that direct in the direction you're going in if you if you hit somebody with a giant super powerful lariat clothesline or something that that goes a little wrong you could make a case of you know because you're directly <laughs> putting that muscle in 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 violent physical contact with a with, you know another another human being's body but if it just happened on like a scoop slam or just like a Man, giving you an Irish whip and tear and you know slice, then that's more of the yes, yeah, like I said, the, the points in the direction you're talking about. Uh, but I hope not, and I hope it's yeah. just you know that man's old. He's you know in his late forties. Yeah, you know on a in a, on um, a, in a comeback you know, match. Well, second. Um, I did appreciate uh I mean and what came out of that we should stick to that. So Christian challenges uh Orton on Raw or Orton challenges Christian I should say. Christian accepts, Ric Flair tries to get him not to, uh match begins, Ric Flair low blows Christian, uh Randy gives him the punt so it looks like Flair's back with Orton. Um they're going full speed ahead on Orton, probably building him up for Drew. Because Orton did reference uh during his promo that He's the best uh, going, and he doesn't need the WWE title to prove it, which means he needs the WWE title to prove it. Um, So that's probably what's coming. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, Lashley drew at uh, at Backlash was good. Um, I I liked Oscar Nia Jax until he went to the double countout. Uh, There's some some decent stuff on that card. It was all right. So, okay, so going in, 
Drew and uh, and Lashley was a was a topic of of of, of interest. Talk about specifically that match, uh, Lashley's part in it. Heavy hitting. Those guys are super athletic. You know, um, it's like it's all the things that you would say. Um, you know, just just two big, strong, athletic guys going blow for blow. Looks like Lashley's in position to win. Uh, Lana comes out when she's not supposed to, distracts everybody, gets caught with a uh, with uh, I want to say detonator kick. What am I with the claymore kick? Claymore. And uh, yeah, ends the match on Monday night. MVP calls Lana a thought, and Bobby says he wants a divorce. <laughs> and weirdly, that leads to Lana and Natalia finding common ground on not being appreciated, and they might be a thing now. A thing is in the tag team, or a, what do you mean? I, uh, maybe, maybe because she's like Lana. When's the last time you got in the ring? So they might be a tag team. Maybe Lana's managing Natalia. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I don't. Hmm. That's interesting. It, like, at the very least. Yeah, I did it, think that was interesting. Like, okay, this is something new. So do you think they did all this just to, like, did, was this, was Lashley getting a title shot just with the eye on the line of screwing them in the finish accidentally or paper, whatever, and then they could break up? Like, oh, this will be able. This, this is how we can get them apart. Yeah, I mean, I think when they released Rusev, like this whole thing had no, there was no, excuse me, no yeah. happy ending for it. You know, nothing to come back around to. So I think they just had to get out of it. Like, I really don't think it served a purpose. And what happens? Just, just like, yeah, let's, let's. So Lana sticks around. They honor her contract. It's not like they want to get rid of her. So this natty thing is like clear that they want to at least try something, continue keep her on TV. They see some value in her, right? Seems that way. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Managing natty, I mean, how do you have her manage another man though? Because it's just where we're going to wait for. Oh, when are they going to get together? Because every guy she's with, there's some, you know, they've just. Made her just a big giant slut. Uh, the last few years, it's like, well, put her with a woman. But matter of fact, no. Didn't they have her fucking diking it up with Liv? Liv like six months ago. What the? Yep. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I yep. don't know, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know what Lana brings as a as a as a standalone that as a you know not with Rusev. Not doing that thing. I don't even know what she. Even if he was still around, I'm sure that would be a valuable. Them together would be would be valuable. Is there any news on Rusev? What's the latest on him? I haven't heard anything. Still want to see him show up in New Japan when they when they open if they reopen anytime soon. So. All right, I think that's uh I think that's uh all the big big news and and topics talked about 
Anything on NXT or AEW uh, of note in the last week or so? Um, I mean, I think the big thing with uh, with NXT is now you have uh, you know Dexter Loomis and Carrion uh, Cross aiming for Adam Cole, and so he yeah. seems to be in more peril than ever before. Um, and you got to feel like you know Adam Cole. You know how good he is. You know everything he's done. The way NXT works, like his time has to be coming up. You know what I mean? So do they go all in with the carry and cross, like shoot him right to the top? Um, I think it's possible. Uh, but, yeah, probably going to make for some, some good new matchups um, on that level. You know, Yoshirai is uh, NXT Women's Champion. Charlotte seems to be completely out of that mix. Um, so it's interesting to see where she goes forward. So, yeah, NXT has been uh, – NXT's been all right. Like, I, I don't have a lot for uh, for Dynamite right now. You know, they're kind of yeah. – I'm not going to say tread and water because they do have a show coming up. Um, but, yeah, that, that's about it. So, with with Adam with Adam Cole, you, are we good? There's no, there's no talk about him going to Raw or SmackDown that I hear. Like, does – is there are people are they talking about the undisputed era doing something together or Cole by himself? Like that's not something that I've heard. Ban- ban- uh, I haven't heard, I heard either way. You know, mm-hmm. Kyle's out right now. Um, you know, so you wonder mm-hmm. if that's the time. Well, well, well my, my, if that's the time to kind of shake, shake things up for him. What I'm if we get a he's coming off of if and when he finally does lose that title, any time in the next you know, 30 or 60 days, he's going to be this long time, maybe the longest reigning NXT champion. I don't know how the numbers work out. And, that, and then he doesn't go to Raw or SmackDown. He's still around. That's going to be, it's going to be the first time we have that. Joe, or not Joe, Finn. Mm. No, I don't even have to name them. I'll name them all. They all left. They all, even except Gargano. Everybody who's won and, and Champa, everybody who's won that uh, NXT title is gone, or is not in NXT anymore. Yeah, they don't have a bunch of former NXT champions hanging around in their locker, in their locker room. But they're about to have Adam Cole's about to be that, and he's coming off a fucking year over, you know, coming up on a year and a half long reign. Yeah. It's it's a dynamic we haven't seen, and I don't think it's one that just instinctively comes to to mind. But but it is it is the case. So that's interesting how they'll deal with Adam Cole post post champion Adam Cole still in NXT. Who's his next two or three feuds going to be with? What does that look like? Uh, how does he feel as a talent? Does he is he itching? Is he going? No, I want to move up. I don't give a fuck. Put me on raw. Have me doing, or is he? Yeah, that yeah. Questions. All right, let's uh, talk to some people. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the number to call to talk to us. Let's uh, head to Newark and talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's on your mind? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. Doing okay. What's up? What you got for us? So, first, first thing first here, 
a couple of minor pieces of information to fill in. Okay. Um, regarding the question you asked earlier, Travis, about when Raw officially went to three hours, your answer is Raw has been three hours since July 23rd of 2012. It'll be eight years in a few months. Month. <laughs> That's crazy. It is ridiculous that we've been put, put up with this for almost a decade. <sighs> but, as we know, since USA Network is still somehow the number one cable network, they're like, you mean somehow? Please, please continue to give us as many hours as possible. We don't care what we have to do. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. It just boils down to things changed, and uh, WWE stumbled their way. I don't. It wasn't a and maybe I don't get I don't put them down, but I think they halfway stumbled into sort of like with the network of being greedy and just like more, 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 go and not realizing that that it was uh, like all the counterintuitive, all the intuitive, all the arguments were at the time. This isn't going to work too much. You're flooding the market, blah blah blah. But they could, they're like, fuck, if we can just hold on till. No, but they weren't strategic. It was just greed, and they just lucked into <laughs> the world changed into well. Oh wait, programming is king. Um, but okay, yeah. So thanks for that number, Kylan. So yeah, what you got? And also regarding the developmental wrestler who has tested positive for COVID nineteen slash. Coronavirus. Apparently, WWE has gotten lucky again because this person has never actually had a match on television. So, none of us know who this person is. Right. Right. Outside of, you know, Rich Mike, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think that goes into into why they think those he's expendable or she's expendable because she's not a, and why they probably weren't tested at all. Certainly, probably not frequently because somehow they thought, well, if we test our main folks and then that's then that's fine. As if, like I said earlier. Somebody not on TV can't start a goddamn epidemic throughout your locker room. Uh, and yeah. I I hope that that I hope that this isn't true. But if it is, I think it's absolutely unconscionable that WWE. Executive producer 
Scott Collins going to drop off the one time he was going to criticize WWE for something. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> they must have made the call. Somebody was... Mm-hmm. going to put it on somebody, boy. Get the line, get the line. <laughs> That's rough. Uh, it was like, Hogan, you can use me as a propaganda prop all you want, pal. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, man. Oh, right. <laughs> He's about to draw the line. Mm. All right, we'll call back, Kylan, if, uh, We're sick. if they if they let you. Um. Yeah, three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the <clears throat> is the number to uh, to call. Um, yeah, it just goes to show that again, like I said, the developmental talent can it friggin' uh, I mean, it's, it's very different things, admittedly. But Pris, the guy's name's like Prisap, Pristip, something, something. The the guy who start basically. Started World War One was just a fucking rebel, you know, resistance kind of Serbian, you know, guy that just happened to stumble across uh, 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 Ferdinand in like an ice cream shop or something. And when the car broke, it was weird. The whole thing around the, the assassination. He escaped an assassination attempt. Saw an ice cream shop and was like, oh, hey, everything's good. Let's go in here. And then one of the guys from the failed assassination tip, this Prisat's guy, was like, this motherfucker's trying to get ice cream on my block? Threw a goddamn grenade in the thing. <clears throat> but this lowly, this lowly, you know, fucking guy, he's not nobody. Usually people that assassinate folks aren't, you know, just some uh-huh. fuck up in the basement. Uh, could start some shit. And the developmental talent doesn't mean, yeah, that that line of, I don't, <sighs> yeah, 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 John Cena or, or you know, whoever's on here, main event folks and mid-card guys here, then we're going to, we're going to test you folks. All right, Kylan's back. Let's, uh, all right, you're about to, you're about to tell us some real important, some earth-shattering news. And the men in black, the bag over here. I was going to say that if this is true, I think it's it's unconscionable that Kevin Dunn would tell the plants that showed up on Raw this week, if you want to wear a face mask on our show, you're not a real fan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it it looks very Trumpian. Like it's some shit that I don't know if he'd say that out loud. I don't know which one of y'all that is, but but he would certainly uh, say that to his homies, and and and, it's, and certainly coming out and doing shit with no mask says that. When you're the fucking president and you're trying to get a thing across, and then you come out in defiance of the own thing that your fucking administration say is probably the proper thing to do, it says, "Ah, I'm a man. I don't need no fucking mask," and and, and signaling to your base that, "Oh, I don't need no fucking. I'm a man," and whatever, all that phony baloney bullshit. Uh, so that's that's like 
and and especially in this time when they're not shooting. Are they shooting the crowd for reactions? Those de- the developmental or NXT wrestlers that they have, or are they yeah. just using them first? Yeah. They do. Okay, okay. They're shooting them for reaction. Okay, all right. Then I, I, I can't say. I, I assumed, and it's because I'm not watching, that they would just use them for, you know, natural, you know, oohs and ahs and, you know, boos and cheers. Uh, so so there was another, another issue with um, – it was kind of a fleeting story that those crowds, those wrestlers bought in were being pretty phony and how they were cheering and chanting and doing stuff. Like it didn't feel natural. They were doing exactly what they were supposed to do. But not in, but in a, in a, yeah, they were doing exactly what in a performative way. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Then were they doing exactly what they're supposed to do? Because yeah, that'd be hard to argue. Content, because the content was that good, and the heel was a heel, and they booed them, and that's just hey, they put on a good show. Or were they doing exactly what they're supposed to because they knew they better fucking do what they were, you know, whether it was yeah, said I or think not. That. I think you share for what? Yeah, I think they're going along with the story, and I don't think like it's weird to call that you know anything other than what should happen, but. Yeah, like that's they they were being the crowd WWE would want to have. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's not a big I, I think deal. It's but funny to like, no, like there's there are a few things like Simone Johnson does seem to be cheering extra hard for the black wrestlers. <laughs> I can't like I won't pretend like that's not what I what I see. And good on her for doing it. Um, hey, I, I, I would also just see like uh, <laughs> yeah, that ain't the worst thing in the world, right? You see, uh, of course, like Malcolm Bivens is like being Malcolm Bivens, and is like mm-hmm. extra with the facial expressions and the movement, and that's just—I mean—that's what you expect, though. Yeah. What else you got for us, Kyla? So. My question for this week is in regards to former Raw Executive Director Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the last time we will see Paul Heyman in a creative role within WWE, or could you perhaps foresee Paul being used in this role again in the Triple H administration of WWE whenever that happens? Yeah. Remember when Heyman got the big offer... And he can't, he got the offer, I should say, from Dixie or from the, you know, Jared Dixie camp at TNA. And he countered with, the only way I'd come there is if I had this amount of control. I was able to do this, this, this without any hmm. interference. And it just never worked out. And it was, they, they should do that. It, and, uh, uh, AEW should throw every possible con, uh, concession Paul Heyman's way. 
not that he's some groundbreaking guy that he would have, you know, even would have been in 2008 or whenever that was, 2010. Uh, creatively, I think with the platform and the money and the budget, yeah, but yeah, money budget that he would have at 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 Dynamite over at AEW would would he would I think it would allow him to go okay I don't need uh, this amount of control I'm not going to come in here because with Impact in 2008 or seven or whenever that was when he when he countered on that offer they were they were still they were always and have always been a bit of a joke it's it's not. And it's not a stretch. It's not an insult. They just couldn't get off, get out of their own way. Couldn't stop stepping on their own dicks to fucking make some money and get people in the door to and stick around in any kind of consistent way. Um, but with it, with AEW, I, I think he'd see the management team and. He'd go and I, I think he could, uh, and he's older, obviously, 10, 15 years older. Um, shit, do that. And then I could, to answer the last part of your question, yes, I, st- I see him in Triple H's, uh, I see Triple H having Paul Heyman in some role, in some creative role. Um, it would have, I, I don't think in 15 years, no, but if it happens in the next five or so years, yes. Uh, Cam, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I think he keeps him in the fold, um, and I think that they end up doing uh, doing work together. Absolutely, like that's yeah, no brainer. Yeah, and, and I and I think that there's probably gonna not going to be any way AEW would ever get their hands on him because WWE is going to keep him under contract. They're going to keep him paid, whether he's doing anything directly or mm-hmm. not. They'll they'll go, make yeah, go work on whatever you want to work on. You're still under salary. Uh, mm-hmm. See when you get back. Right. Or we'll call you when we need you. Because they couldn't, they wouldn't want to take that risk. Even if Heyman went, I'm not working for those amateurs, or I'm not working for those young bucks, those kids, you know, Tony Khan, they're all a bunch of kids. They don't know what they're doing. If he tried to give off that impression just to get out of a, get out of, get out from under them, uh, I don't, yeah, they go, nah, here's something, here's a deal that that's too good to, to turn down, and he go, all right, fuck it. Again, yeah. Like don't, even, don't even let that the, come into play. Yeah, like I said earlier, with the with the we were talking about money and somebody's you know salary or whatever the fuck. That's uh, that's another kid put through. To, that's a down payment on a on a on your. That's a, a down payment on your home on a home for your youngest kid that you're trying to set up for life. It's even less debt for you, the next generation that, that has their crew, and you know, thinking that so, kind of way. Okay, all right. And you can do that. Anything else for us, uh, Kylan? Here's nope. kind of busy with me. Awesome. Talk to you next time. Um. Yeah, Heyman and a- a- Heyman and AEW would be interesting. Like if they were able to make that work, and. And it was just strictly like a creative thing. Like I'm not going. He's not going to be on TV managing anybody or, or doing that. He's just there to present ideas and write stories and that kind of thing. In charge, not just there to write story. You know, answering to somebody, some fucking 
no, he's the guy that the other creative folks answer to. That would be that would be cool. That would have been fucking awesome twelve, fifteen years ago in 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 uh, uh, Impact if they would have just yeah. That there's always going to be that swallow like their impact, pride. There's always going to be like the question of that's always the biggest what if. Because they had yeah. they didn't have TNT. Because what but, did you really you know, end up with? Mike. Mike was okay. Oh, if you're if you're Dixie Carter. Um, or, yeah, because I think it was probably her, because she was just such an egomaniac at that point. Like, you're not, this isn't, you're doing, like, matter of fact, you're holding this place back because you're getting played and manipulated and maneuvered by people who actually kind of know what they're doing, at least. Um, so yeah, I wonder, I, I wonder if you could, if you got her, you know, got her two glasses of wine in and we're like, hey, Dixie, if you could do that Paul Heyman thing again, would you? And you were guaranteed you'd still be in the wrestling business right now successfully, however you would you do it? And she might say, no, fuck that guy because she's rich and impact wasn't didn't make her fucking you know, life. It's not impact dying, impact you know out of her control and not making money from impact did not set her back. Matter of fact, it might have freed her up to fucking do other investments that got her more money or some shit. Who knows? I'm, you know, rich fucks. Yeah, find another way to get some bread. Wasn't nothing to her, so she might go. No, I ain't signing over my shit to some fucking asshole, Paul Heyman. Um. But it's, it's it would have been the right thing to do whether she <laughs> admitted it or not. So we all know that. Um, all right, that's uh, oh, that's me. Oh, that's the Skype. Okay, who's this strange number in our queue? But. Uh, Hey, Craig, is that you there, Pally Boy? What up? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Oh, shit, did you not? My bad. I, <laughs> I just saw you. I didn't see a thumbs up. Uh, did, uh, <laughs> shit. Well, no, you know what? You're on now. So say, at least say hello. Sorry about that, though. I didn't mean to bogart you. Hey, I got the... Uh... Yup. I got the the computer on, not the uh, the phone, mm. so I don't know if it sounds shitty or not. No, you sound fine. Okay. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Anything on your mind, wrestling wise? Right. What do you think? I'm I'm pretty much out on WWE for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even watched NXT for the past couple of weeks. I watched that Takeover, but okay. uh. It's basically AEW, and then I'm waiting on the New Japan to get um, the English commentary on those shows. Because I think the live, I'd love to watch it live, but I need the commentary. I'm a big commentary guy. Sure. So I want to wait for them to put Kevin Kelly on it and uh, get them shows uploaded. When did they uh, resume taping? Last week? Didn't we talk about it? Monday. Okay. Oh, Monday morning. 
Yeah. It sucked, too, because, like, everybody I know is, like, just all on Twitter watching all the everything, and I'm like, damn, i got to avoid Twitter and avoid everything to not know what happened. But they're, they're starting up their New Japan Cup, so I'll have my wrestling fix. But I'm, I'm just wrestling out right now with, you know, most of the stuff. And uh, there's other shit to watch, like some of these movies I haven't seen. And um, they're doing a I don't know if you heard about it, the Scrubs um, rewatch thing. Like, oh, really? Um, Turk, Turk and JD are doing a, uh, they've been doing this podcast where they uh, they don't watch it live, but they talk about each episode. So they're 20 episodes in, and I'm I'm only three episodes into rewatching it, and that was my favorite show of all time. Okay, so, that's one of mine, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a really good listen, too. They're just so much fun talking. I I found Scrubs in 06, so they had been on, you know, what, five, six seasons at that point. And this was in the days of allfg.org. All the – I mean, this was the year YouTube got bought by Google. So the Internet, that, that kind of TV watching and stuff was just still wide open. Uh, every, the only thing like Comedy Central would slap YouTube with uh, uh, copyright stuff because people would put entire episodes of The Daily Show up every day, and it was you know pretty egregious. But again, it was just wide the fuck open, and you had all these other other sites, and that's when that's when binging really first became a thing in my life. So it was like summer or fall '06 on like allfg.org or whatever, all these weird fucking TV host, uh, streaming sites I could, I, that were, were out back then uh, trying to piece together all the seasons of Scrubs because I was a fucking fanatic. And I would just, yeah, watch it and watch 15 episodes a night uh, for like three straight weeks or however long it took me to get through that, through that series. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Scrubs is a great show. So super underrated. I didn't e- I didn't even start watching until uh season 4. And okay. so I binged the first 3 seasons all in like 2 days. How? It was nuts. <laughs> how how what, what? How did you binge? Did you do like I was doing cuz that's how you had to do it back then? No, I got I no, I got the DVDs. Oh, oh, oh. And, well, duh. He's like, I did it legally, motherfucker. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, how did you, where, where did you binge in 2006 or five or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah, I, I was, uh, I was Under really into buying. <laughs> Hold up, Greg. What Cam? Uh, what did Cam say? I'm no, un- under my TV is how I binged. Where the DVD oh, player was. It totally. You know, back in the early 2000s with your, with your, uh, all the, uh, expendable income I had, because I had just gotten my, you know, I, I got a promotion from, uh, $6 an hour to, like, $15 an hour in, like, 10 months or something like that after working for 10 months, and I was, like, the richest guy of all my friends, Huh? 
I said that's pretty significant, especially when you're like 26 or whatever you were in '04 or whenever this was. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I was I was a young kid, and but then I I just bought all kinds of DVDs and CDs. I still have a lot of the mm-hmm. CDs, and but uh, yeah, I was just spending all my money, and not saving a as, dime. As we are one to do. Well, I came back to get me an ass in it. <laughs> but at least, I got the, <laughs> at least I got the DVDs to rewatch. But no, I got the Hulu. And the problem with the Hulu is some of the music is taken out. And a lot of the... Um, and they, they talk about this on the on the podcast, is that the music was a huge factor in a lot of those, those episodes. Right. Yeah. It being taken. I mean, they even kind of like a musical, a musical episode. Well, I think that one's all intact, but I'm talking about the commercial. I would imagine it's all. No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying that the music was a part, a very important part of the show. They even did a damn musical as an episode. And they could all sing. (laughs) And they could all sing too. (laughs) Like. How are these they're very talented actors? Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to understand. They they when you're a kid and you know, tween and teen and you're trying to get into break in and you're a theater major and you just that's just what you do. Better know to how make to dance. Yourself more Better know how to sing. Yeah. Fucking tap or something, spin. Mm-hmm. Have a carry a note. Yeah. So obviously the more you could do when you when you when you get out to Hollywood eventually or get to Broadway eventually. The, the more uh, attractive you are to get cast. So, yeah. It's probably That's, unlike, it's probably, a, it's probably very odd to find serious actors who can only do one thing, who can only act. I was say, who can't hold a note at the very least. The it, kid it, who impresses least, me, yeah. uh, what's his name, Thad from Blue Mountain State and uh, Dove from Hawk and Dove, who plays like big idiot on, on some shows and plays jock on him, but then mm. put a spell on him and he can all of a sudden sing and dance with the best of them. Super impressive. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't think you're going to find many Al Pacinos and uh, even Robert De Niro's anymore who can just act. I guess that yeah. makes sense. Because mm-hmm. there's so many people. Somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check check out that podcast. Just give it one episode, and I think you'll be hooked because the way they, well, first of all, the way they are they going together, in order? But yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I was going to go. Like well, it, maybe um, and if they're only twenty episodes in, they're still in, they're about through season one. Yeah, and they uh, just started too when this COVID stuff happened, so they're they're knocking them out quick. And they said sure, there's 180 but episodes. They my, my thing is, I can't, I can't. It's not like they've already done them, and I can go, oh, my favorite episode was this one, or 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 I'm confused about this episode, and I want to hear what they got to say. So I can't do that quite yet. But okay, um, what's it called? They're also having uh, fake doctors. Real friends or something? Like I think it's. I know it's fake doctors. I'm sure it's easy but to find. I think find it's fake doctors, real friends. Yeah, I just looked I up fake know. doctors because 
a couple other like Matt. I think it was Matt Mania. They put it put me onto it, and so uh, just here and they got they got um, some of the other actors that were in the show coming on, and and the creators and and stuff like that as part of it because it's all Zoom. Like you you don't really have to, and it sounds really good considering it's Zoom. Like it's sure. well produced. And uh, and they they have a caller segment and they're really nice to their callers, which is just something you don't really see from comedians. Like comedians are always like trying to take dare to piss out of. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like they're they're like, how are you doing up there in Chicago? Is everything okay? How's your family? Like, and it's cool that they're so willing to talk about a show that ended, you know, uh, in what oh seven. Then like an eight year run, eight, eight yeah, whatever it, was around, it is, yeah. around there. And you know, most actors, especially, I don't know, I'm most, I don't, I don't know enough of them or any, but it seemed like they'd be like, okay, let's, I'm, but I'm about to do this thing. Let's talk about the next thing. And they're yeah. like, no, let's talk about this and, thing that, you know, solidified us as stars in a lot of people's eyes. And they have. They have a lot of sponsors too. Like they have at least like four or five oh, sponsors. They? Like you know, well, no, how, you know how some you some podcasts like no podcast seriously. Guy. No, I know, but like I'm talking about because I don't know how many shows you listen to where, but you're in a you're in a highly like you're in a area where I don't know if you know this, but I, you should. You're a podcast guy. But yeah. a lot like after the bell and and uh, the, the um, well the new day show and a lot of these mm-hmm. shows like have they set it up for an ad to be inserted based on where you're located. Like when I was in Vegas and I was listening dynamic, to the podcast that uh, I downloaded in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know the words, but yeah, yeah, and but. Like Toledo won't get a lot of ever like it'll just go, and uh, we'll take a pause and then we'll be right back and then it just pauses and comes right back, no commercial or nothing. But these guys have like a bunch of advertising already, so it's it's just cool that they've only been doing it for a couple months and they've already got. But my point, you know, why I'm so I, incredulous and saying, you know, you know how this works. But it's fucking Turk and JD. It's goddamn Donald Faison and and the other guy. <laughs> Like, why wouldn't yeah. they? They're going to have an instant verified popular fucking show. Of course, Blue Chew or fucking hymns.com or they're going to throw money at them and go, hey, would you fucking sponsor our shit? <laughs> I guess. But you're also talking about, you're also talking about the New Day and shit. How come they don't right. have that? Like, well, they're like, that we'll point, be right and, back. I don't know. I don't know why New Day won because they certainly could. Maybe they I just would, don't. I would you assume know. so. I but mean, it's it through WWE though, so you know. But there's oh, a lot. Okay, there there's you. a lot of my listeners. You don't even have WWE program. A lot of uh, promos and commercials on there. <laughs> Backlash coming this Sunday or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they don't even do that. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but but like I mean, WWE is like going to have a podcast big. network. They absolutely with are going to eventually have dynamic fucking advertisement that 
on their programming, even if you listen to a, a New Day podcast that they just dropped today, if you listen to it next year during that commercial break, it's going to say the, the, the that's true. You know, it's going to be a current ad because that's just how the technology works, and that's just how it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And plus, I, I WWE's going to get with, with that game if they've got a whole network with all their podcasts and shit. With that said, like they they're probably choosy about who's who's doing the advertising too. So, I mean, WWE. sure, no, no, no. I just mean WWE can just have all if they have their own podcast network, something akin to it. The dynamic advertising could be their own shit. So they don't have to decide. Oh, can we get in in bed with this? Oh, are they going to the? No, just. Have their own, get, you know, WWE Supergirls Network, you know, on sale now, or Backlash coming up this, <laughs> you know, soon. You know, yeah. Because when I listen to iHeartRadio podcast, because uh, I listen to about four five, four podcasts on the iHeartRadio Network, like Beyond, Behind the Bastards and uh, the, the, what, the, a couple history ones and shit, uh, things they didn't teach you in school, that kind of that show, I think, called... Um, they have dynamic advertisement, and I listen to episodes that because I just find these podcasts, and they've been on for a year, three or five, and I go back through their archives, and I go, "Ooh, that's a topic I want to listen to." I listen to the February 2017, and they got a damn advertisement for something that's happening this week. So that's because <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. You know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's. Pretty I don't cool. know how. It- Oh yeah, that's that's, that's what's replacing that's what's replacing my wrestling watching right now is that and just watching things because I always was I'm always like, man, I want to see that in theater. Man, I gotta see that movie. And they're they're all on like HBO and Netflix and shit now, so I gotta watch them. And and I'm like, I'm not gonna sit through three hours. Of Raw, just because I'm a wrestling fan, when I could be, you know, watch two movies in that time. Yeah. Right, and be really and, and be really happy, or at least disappointed in a different way. I mean, a time. <laughs> right, yeah, like it's like, oh, that movie wasn't great, but it's. I'm not bitching and moaning about the same shit I've been bitching and moaning for 15 years about, you know, that kind of thing. So. Right. Because watching watching WWE stuff is like, it's it's like, it's gotten so rinse and repeat, and the things that do stand out really suck. Like, occasionally you'll get that really cool thing that happens, but then you got to contest with the like the general way your heart feels when fucking <sighs> Jeff Hardy and. <laughs> Right. Seamus are doing some piss shit. Yeah, listen, we didn't even talk about the Jeff Hardy storyline, which they is just edited, They like, they yeah. edited the they edited the whole they edited on the first feed pissed off or they no I'm sorry pissed on and they they said it's better to be pissed off than and then it was just and then they threw the piss. And then they went further on the West Coast feed where they blank, where they just edited the whole. It's better to be pissed off and then you didn't hear or see anything. No piss being thrown, no piss 
pissed on being said. None of it. They just, I don't know how they... It didn't make sense anyway, because it was, it wasn't live. Every time they do, every time, it's so, it's, it's, first off, what the fuck was Jeff Hardy drinking that he's got like, you know, iced tea fucking half gallon from Wawa size jug full of fucking piss that he got to throw on somebody. Like, damn, the cup's supposed to be like, you know, it's a little clear. No, 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 I'm just saying the amount. It was just like a jug of piss he threw at the guy. Like, damn, how much? Yeah, anybody that gets drunk has to know it's like a little teeny cup and, you know, you fill it to the line and, and then you piss the rest in the toilet. <laughs> well, he he might have been he might have been drunk because when you're drunk you piss a lot more. So. <laughs> Damn, Craig. Okay, so Stay talk in. about the system of this storyline, Cam. What 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 is uh, what I, I is Seamus saying that, that they're like? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, let's. I, I don't understand. And then Seamus winning the match, like I, I, it's really weird, and I don't know why you're playing up like that part of. I don't know why you would play up a former addict. Do you want to celebrate addicts like mental and physical standing? Like I don't know why you do that. I, I don't know what the end game is. I don't know what the goals are. Like it's just silly. Especially with that many relapses. That's, he's he's failed. Yeah, failed. Yeah. Failed. And he comes back and and he doesn't just fail. Like he lets himself down and gets drunk sometime or does pills. He comes back and he gets a yeah, fucking DUI. Pack. Yeah, I ain't up for that shit. I I don't want real bro. He's shit anywhere near. near well, his his place did burn down the one time, but as far as like not yeah. no, just the dog died. But he's not killed or hurt another human being physically. In all of his, you yeah. know, himself, he busted himself his leg or something mm-hmm. up on his dirt bike. He's probably drunk or high. Who knows? I don't. Whatever. At this point, I don't think it's an insult to say that to speculate because you know you ain't shown me that you yet you you that I should doubt that you you were or weren't whatever. Um, I I don't I this don't just get happened why. Two years ago. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Then we get a redemption. We get the I'm gonna we get the promo, and it's like. They're like, this is literally where they're, they're, this, we now have to deal with the fucking addict family member in our wrestling. Where we hear the same fucking story. Um, I'm going to be better this time. And, you know, and, and when you just remember, damn, like, I remember buying this like the first two times. And here we are on like the fifth or seventh time. And you're like, yeah, cousin Jeff is, you know, acting up again. He's in trouble with the law, or this, that, and his girlfriend went crazy because he's messing with them, you know, loose, fast, drug addict women, or whatever stuff. You know, we, you, you know, we all have those those people in our lives, or at least you know, peripherally that we hear about. Now in wrestling, we just we got our own version of cousin Jeff, the the the, the troublemaking uh, addict in the family. But especially the timing of the whole shit when. The, that episode first happened with the the DUI fake out or whatever. It's like the the it was the week. I I talked about it on the post show when it happened, but I had to turn it off after five minutes of watching because I'm like fuck this shit. It yeah. it they didn't 
they they did a DUI angle with cops and all this shit the week that everything blew up with the George Floyd stuff, and people are. Uh, right on a tape uh, show uh, that they that yeah no. But when they did the thing with the with the when they were on UPN and they with the terrorists and the masks on the day that the fucking London bombings happened, right? They're not exactly. Adept. They can't read a room for shit. They can't read a room for shit. There you go. Or they go, it won't be a big deal because, number one, our fans won't leave in any kind of number. You know, like, they'll be fine. They'll be back if they do leave. So they don't have that to worry about. And also, we're wrestling, just wrestling. Nobody's going to be paying attention to us. And they did. A few stories happened. They yelled at WWE for doing the stuff, with, you know, on the day of the bombings. And maybe some people will... Be outraged that they did the, the, the thing with uh, Jeff Hardy with the cops and stuff, maybe. But it's not going to, in the long run, it's not going to cost us any money or anything. So let's do what we want to do. Yep. Yep. And that's that's it. That's why I'm taking my eyes and eventually all my money away, I think. Because I already feel like shit supporting their family. It's just, I love the wrestlers, the actual wrestlers. Sure. And it it sucks that I have to, like, stop watching people I like because of people I hate, you know? Maybe the next wrestling boom will be... I mean, it's... it's yeah. Will be because, let's just say, best case scenario, Triple H takes over fully in the next five years and implements just common sense... I'm not saying he, he takes people off of independent contract status or anything like that. I, I'm not getting too radical. But just some decent stuff where he implements some fucking kind of semblance of a time-off plan where he lets wrestlers know that no matter what I've said in the past, because he said stupid shit like, you want your bad, oh, you want a bump, you don't want time off, you don't want to lose that callus. Like, what, the brain callus? That's your bit. What are you talking about? Yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> that's the d- only dumb brainwashed wrestler would say something like that. And, and it's not like Triple H is perfect, but you know he's still in a destructive business that he has to, you know, fit into. So when he says things like, "Wrestlers don't want time off. We don't want to lose that callus that we've built up," it's like you just know he's providing cover for for those in charge, and he'd have to be a real moron to believe that, and I'm not sure if I think he's a moron. Um, so, uh, but if, if everything goes perfect and Triple H takes over and, and he does start start doing some behind-the-scenes, logical, decent, humanitarian, th- you know, things for his independent contractors, and then on TV has a solid, decent product that brings people back in, you have numbers that go back to what we would see as normal, but after a while would seem like a fucking wrestling boom. Like, wow, wrestling's back! Because four million people a week watch it. No, I'm still waiting for that excited. AEW NXT uh, kind of... I mean, if you if you look at it, the, the numbers combined, it's it's either equal or above or close to what one night of Raw or SmackDown do. Yeah. If, they're not I mean, if ratings matter to you. 
inroads. But like it's like if you combine the two, like those pe- there's people that are watching, you know, wrestling still. Oh sure. And we'll see what happens. Right, but there. I'm saying so if you go, uh, but that's combined audiences barely. Well, these days it's not even two million people. But just in like say things were when things were normal and NXT was getting you know eight hundred thousand and you know eight hundred to a million and and AEW was getting a million to a million too. Like okay, on a good night, two million people are watching, which is why I said if you have four million people all of a sudden watching, it would feel like a wrestling boom. And and it just those are just regular average numbers in two thousand six, <laughs> you know, or or, or any other. You know, non you know super modern uh, era. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I it's it's going to be it's always an intro. Ooh, the next blah blah years are going to be super interesting to watch. But for for other reasons, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an, uh, an interesting. Uh, it's it's a transition. No matter no matter what Vince wants to say, we're in a transition phase of world wrestling entertainment. It's either uh, going to transition wrestling's... to something better or something worse or not existing anymore because Disney will buy it and it change completely from what we're used to in a lot of ways. I but think it's just because wrestling stopped being like first you have to watch it live. It stopped being like you have it. it <laughs> people don't watch it Three live hours, anymore. I mean, hours I, certainly went. Oh, did not help. The idea of when I used to watch, I remember, I remember the feeling. It hasn't been that long that I don't remember the feeling of when Raw went off going, oh, my God, I can't wait till next Monday. I cannot wait to see how such and such reacts. I cannot wait till that match. Oh, did you hear that, you know, or or just being titillated, like I said before, when that, the whole crowd's, you know, chanting, Shane's a pussy, Shane's a pussy. That's less. That's just kind of, you know. Like I said, titillation. But the idea of can't, as soon as something goes off, going, oh my God, what next week can't come fast enough. Yeah. That does, if, that absolutely does I mean, not exist in it. That's no it one doesn't has, even exist. With your, not not the hardest hardcore fan thinks that anymore. Not the most sycophantic WWE apologist thinks when Raw goes off. I get, oh, I can't wait till. Oh, was, you know, SmackDown. Is Braun Strowman going to, re, you know, how's he going to respond to, you know, Miz and Morrison's fucking diss rap? His, or their diss record? Like, what a, no, I ain't thinking <laughs> that shit. Well, just think of your favorite shows. Nobody is, like, I love Legends of Tomorrow. I could wait. Like, you know, nobody watches anything live. It, I mean... I, I don't want to say no, but to see the tangible. We're start, uh, and we talked about it in VIP a month or so ago when we went over those ratings numbers, and I realized CBS, the CBS audience was right there as far as DVR numbers and all the, the streaming numbers. And I went, okay, so old people are catching on because CBS is their their TV numbers are down, and their DVR and next day and streaming numbers are up, like everybody else. And their audience skews old as fuck. So it's like if old, if old people have caught on, it's ubiquitous, and the culture has we as a society have taken that step as as a whole. It's not just 
the outliers. Like I said back me back in 06, streaming shit and binging stuff because, you know, I was 26 and sort of, uh, you know, on the cutting edge of new things and just knew how the Internet worked and was, you know, how it was. Um, now everybody, that's just how it is. We've had 15 years of of everybody just knowing how the Internet works and streaming has just become ubiquitous and phones and, and whatever, whatever. And and we have culturally all taken that step. Everybody's there now. Like the people who aren't are the weirdos, and they don't count. <laughs> like advertisers. And they're the ones with TV the Nielsen magazines. <laughs> yeah, those don't exist, Greg. Nielsen has moved on. Nielsen is like I said when I was a Nielsen household in, for in like uh, twenty like I'm twenty eleven twenty twelve. They, I'm a everything Nielsen was household good. right now. You have a magazine? They don't fucking hook it up to your inside of your TV. I, they make you I put a picture out? of it up. No, it's not a TV. It's it's for radio. But oh, it's a radio. fucking old school like little little pamphlet thing. And that's exactly why it's fucking bullshit. And that's why the company that used to that used to run radio ratings was called Arbitron. When I learned that, I yeah. just I laughed. I was like, their name is arbit- arbitrary, basically, because that's what ra- that's what <laughs> radio ratings are. It's arbitrary. And Rush Limbaugh got exposed. And, oh yeah, he's got seventy million. Pe- he's got twenty million people listening to him. Maybe, but people thought he had a hundred million people. Li- you know, eighty, hundred million people. Li- it's just like bullshit. And he made fucking hundreds of millions of dollars on arbitrary ratings and inflated bullshit numbers because people are fucking filling shit out with a, in a goddamn notepad about their listening habits. Like, they're at 817, I turned on, and then at 8, get the fuck out of here. Unless you're They're sending in, actual yeah. cash. They're sending dollar, crisp dollar bills. I'm like worried that I they're fake. Dollars. I got, I got, I got it. Check that I had to deposit. No, I'm. Nielsen, I'm I should take a picture the next time I send. But, you, but yeah, I've so seen funny. that. Did you, 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 I thought it was illegal to send mail or money in the mail. Yeah, who's going to enforce that? So, all right, Craig, I bogarted you on and then had you talking for for thirty minutes. Uh, I, thanks, I appreciate you filling the time. Good Talk to you. All right, let's wrap things up with 781. 781, who's this? What up? Hey, yo, yo, what's going on, man? My name is Dabbin Aladdin. My name is Dabbin Aladdin of the Dab Comedy Network, the reigning, defending, undisputed Dab Grabat champion. And uh, I was listening to your show, and you were talking about a possible crossover thing between NXT and AEW. That was an interesting idea. And my brain started going, and I thought about an angle that I wanted to pitch to you that could happen. So let me know what you think about this angle, bro. So a few weeks ago, well, hold up. you had Britt. Yeah, real quick, hold yeah. the thought. It wasn't a crossover. They were just saying the, 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 the number of people that watch both shows combined equal whatever. So I don't think oh, anybody, anybody said that. I got you. Yeah. But I'm still, a little high. Go, I, I, I misheard you. I'm a lot high. Uh, I still want to hear yeah. your your angle, though. So here, hit us with it. Hell yeah. All right, bro. This is, this is the killer NXT AEW crossover angle. So you had Britt Baker 
get injured a few weeks ago when fucking Nyla Rose fell on her knee. And then everybody knows that Adam Cole is Britt Baker's boyfriend, and he is on NXT. Are they married? He... Ah, oh, they might be married, might be boyfriend, girlfriend. They might be. I have I no know. idea. They're married. Not married at this Let's point. say they're married. Not married, okay. Let's say... Well, they're not. All right, all right. So they're, 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 they're boyfriend, girlfriend. So I think Adam Cole shows up on AEW and says, Hey, you broke my bitch's knee, and you are a man, and I am oh. a man, so let's wow. have a man's match and stop injuring innocent women and falling on their knee with your manly body. Is that what you, isn't that the whole point of this? So you could dab, so you could say that and be a weirdo. I mean, this is is just my, my, my fantasy booking. If I was going to book an angle, this is what I think the people want. This is, I think, I think that, this is going to be a new age of humanity coming up after Corona. Mm. And I hope that it's an age of honesty and we need to stop pretending like things aren't what they are. This is a man. It is okay. If he wants to be a woman, wants to be a he, she, whatever they want to be. Well, no, it doesn't sound like it's okay. I hold, I hold, I hold, no, 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 but it's it's obviously not so. Because you want to humiliate your Say she's, you know, and I'm not. I mean, nobody's gonna be humiliated here. He's a heel, or she is well, no, a heel. No, is no, he no, not? no, no, no. Is the heel? Yeah, come on. Is he not be a heel? Honest. Is he not a heel? Is, is, is Nyla Rose not a heel? Is Nyla Rose not a heel? He's a heel. She's a heel. Brandon, Nyla, whatever you want to call her, she's a heel. So why not gain all the heat possible? What would gain more heat? What would gain more heat than hurting a woman? Ask Chris Benoit. That's all I'm saying. Wait. Hang, hang up. Hang up the phone, Travis. Okay. All right, Dad. Just oh, man. like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, he, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to. What are we? Yeah. What are we doing? I, I, this isn't. Yeah. Uh, I should have known. It's <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> I, just, I just I felt where it was going. Uh, Nation from whatever. That was my cue. Um, but I'm friendly, arms open guy. So, but um, yeah. Unfortunately, on that note, we're gonna end end things. Wait, Craig put his hand back. Did you, did, let's, let's let's get the taste out of our mouth. Uh, Craig, did you put your hand back up to specifically back on to get back on, or is that just my? No, I I oh I always put push one after my. After my call ends, and I forgot that you right, right. guarded me. Yeah, on. you weren't even on in the first place, right? Right. I, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> right. shit, Craig about, to, Craig about to cut a promo on Dab. Listen here, Dab, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I really, I really thought Craig was like, oh fuck no, oh you ain't going, mm But no. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> but okay. Anyway, like I said, um, we're going to end on that note. Appreciate everybody. Well, not everybody. I appreciate all y'all for uh, chiming in, calling. We didn't get any email, so let me check last time. Yeah, no no email. So hit us up with some emails for next week that we have uh, some emails to talk about. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for getting at us. Free folks, the, the ride ends for you guys now. Uh, Rich and I will be back uh, for, for VIP folks. Rich and I will be by for 
for an hour or so of uh, additional content. He is reading, I read a book last week called uh, The Rise and Fall of Dodo, and it was just, we talked about it a little bit. I read the read the uh, description on it uh, when we on last week's VIP show, and I had since read the book, and I think Rich is uh, about a quarter of the way through, and that shit's wild. And I'm on another lit RPG book called Ascend Online, and that's pretty good. So we'll talk about that stuff. And he read it already, so I'm catching up with him on that, so... We'll have book club basically to talk about, and I'm sure we'll have an AEW and NXT rundown. Uh, yeah, so for everybody, thanks Cam for your participation and all your callers, uh, all all you callers. And uh, we'll get at y'all next week. I'm Trav. That's Cam. We out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.